Hi, I'm good. Thanks for inviting me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. So, would you like to enlighten the audience with an introduction of yourself? Sure. So, uh, I'm a student of gender studies. I have completed my masters in gender studies only and uh, now pursuing PhD in the same subject. I have worked as a public broadcaster in both a radio and TV industry. And apart from that, I have worked in humanitarian sector as well, uh, majorly with an organization called Alpha International, which is Jammu and Kashmir based. And uh, yes, that's my introduction. Thanks a lot for that. So now moving on to today's topic, according to you, what exactly constitutes domestic violence? In other words, how do identify Sure. Uh, I'm really happy that uh, the topics which are not openly debated, discussed or conversated about are, uh, you know, brought up and discussed in podcasts like this. And uh, you asked me a question, how do we identify domestic violence? You know, whenever we speak about violence, uh, whether it's gender-based violence or specific to women, we normally imagine a person who's beaten brutally, bleeding and hurt you know because we uh, as a society largely focus on on an extreme aspect of violence or abuse which is physical abuse but i want to aware uh, the people or watching this podcast that that's not the only form of abuse or violence the laws that are amended within india or abroad have included lots of forms of abuses into the arena of domestic violence which include emotional abuse psychological abuse financial abuse sexual abuse or even technological abuse i would like to throw some light on uh, you know each one of these by physical violence we know it means hitting slapping you know uh, injuring the person beating a person and the physical aspect of it may be throwing things uh, on each other and it can be from any of the sides be it a man throwing an object or beating a woman or a woman doing it uh, you know we are aware of the recent developments internationally that happened uh, you know which which makes it more clear that domestic violence is not specific to women is uh, it, it does happen against men as well moving ahead uh, the other form of violence which i mentioned is emotional abuse and i would like to be multilingual because all of the audiences they don't understand uh, english very well sometimes so emotional abuse wo hota hai ki jisme ek shakhs aap par taane kase aapko zehni taur par pareshan karne ki koshish kare aap you know aapka self esteem jo hai usko bar bar harm karne ki hit karne ki koshish kare it includes name calling shaming yeah uh, you know making a person feel that he is not worthy or she is not worthy that includes emotional abuse and it's uh, done in multiple ways and with the advancement of technology since everyone of us is on whatsapp instagram facebook it has several forms and it's it manifests in different ways coming to financial abuse you know when a person uh, denies you resources or access to money uh, or if you are dependent on a person monetarily then he uh, you know uh, closes all the doors of you to access the financial resources or maybe access to property 
to things that attach uh, exchange value or monetary value to them. Uh, again, there's another form of violence, which is sexual abuse. It means, uh, you know, uh, making a partner uh, sleep with you forcefully or have sex with you forcefully when he or she is not willing to do it. Or uh, maybe sexual exploitation, you know, the uh, sometimes what happens that uh, your intimate partner harasses you by uh, telling you that he or she will expose your pictures, maybe which you have uh, shared when you were very close. So that's a form of sexual abuse. And it, it also manifests in various ways, especially with the advancement of technology. We are aware of the recent, uh, you know, crime that took uh, place in a, uh, you know, digital space called the metaverse and uh, in which a female avatar of uh, some woman was uh, allegedly, allegedly raped. Uh, moving ahead, then we have technological abuse, which includes, you know, because uh, we normally, every one of us, I mean, who has access to information and technology uses emails or has an Instagram account or a WhatsApp or Facebook account. So hacking into somebody's emails and checking them and, uh, you know, kisi pe shak karte rehna or unki personal spaces, just Instagram account hai, Facebook account hai, uspe bar bar hack karke messages check karna, screenshots share karna, or fir us cheez ko leke emotional abuse karna. So each form of abuse is related to each other and they manifest in different ways and one leads to another form of violence. Yes. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing those valuable insights. Our society needs to hear them. Now we have another question for you. Do you think that culture had that normalizes these instances of abuse? Well, uh, if you talk about South Asian societies and uh, in fact Western societies as well, yes, the cultures, they do normalize instances of violence. In fact, I would say not just normalize, they promote violence. I'll give you an example. You know, uh, we are youngsters. And normally we spend most of our times, if um, not maybe most or, you know, a good amount of time on digital platforms, watching reels, movies or a series on uh, the platforms uh, like Netflix, Amazon or whatever it is. You know, a lot of uh, uh, arenas are available nowadays to have access to movies and theater and a lot of things. And I would to you that the first conditioning was that the mother was with the mother or the mother of the mother of the the they access that information they're exposed to and uh, you know a boom of uh, so many things and uh, what digital space offers is not always uh, filtered or censored it offers things without uh, any particular check on it or us conditioning say you have seen uh, you know you, you yourself must have seen ki bahut sari movies mein 
women are given the role of a subordinate of somebody who uh, you know goes through violence through abuse which is promoted normalized hamare bollywood ne rape culture ko itna normalize kiya hai itni sari movies se which still exist and people uh, you know keep uh, on watching those movies aur unko koi bhi un pe koi check hai nahi which is the uh, you know uh, uh, way out for people in which they condition themselves in which they build up their mindset jis tarike se wo sochte hain aur jab maa baap available nahi hai tarbiyat ke liye jab wo bachcho se baat nahi karte hain ya saath saath agar aap baat nahi karte to aise instances khud normalize ho jate hain society unko promote karne lagti hai you know because we give a perception in the society that violence is something jo hota hai which is very normal and men are entitled to abuse their wives or their partners or their uh, you know intimate partners who are in relation maybe live in relationships with them so yes culture and society largely normalizes uh, violence in several forms yeah so following up on just what you said like hum log kaise ensure kar sakte hain that our children are prevented from these things like these movies and etc on social media because their lives are dependent upon internet these days right इसमें सिर्फ मुझे लगता है पेरेंट्स का ही रोल नहीं है सिर्फ सोसाइटी का ही रोल नहीं है इसमें गवर्नमेंट एजेंसीज इसमें डिजिटल प्लेटफॉर्म्स जो ऐसी स्पेसेस क्रिएट करते हैं उनका एक अहम रोल बनता है कि उनके जो नॉर्म्स हैं या जो क्राइटेरिया है टू एंटर इनटू अ पर्टिकुलर वेबसाइट एंड टू हैव एक्सेस टू अ पर्टिकुलर थिंग आई थिंक दे नीड टू मेक मोर स्टर्न यू नो थिंग्स इन प्लेस हैव मोर स्टर्न थिंग्स इन प्लेस टू कीप अ चेक ऑन इफ चिल्ड्रन आर वाचिंग दीज थिंग्स इज इट परमिसेबल फॉर देम इफ सो यू नो लाइक हाउ आर यू गोना यू मीन आई मीन टू से अगर एक बच्चा कोई मूवी या कुछ भी देख के आता है यू नो वो किससे ये डिस्कस करता है उस पर क्या जिम्मेदारी बनती है कि वो उस चीज़ को नलिफाई करने की कोशिश करता है कि नहीं वो परस्पेक्टिव बिल्डिंग जो एक इंसान के अंदर हो जाता है वो उसको चेंज करने की कोशिश करता है या नहीं मैं आपको एक एग्जाम्पल देती हूँ एक बहुत ही इंपॉर्टेंट एग्जाम्पल नाउ अड इज आवर चिल्ड्रेन what they feel is uh, they want to copy everything from west you know in terms of dressing styles uh, in terms of their lifestyles you know and they think it's okay it's the responsibility of the parents ke bachcho ko guide kare you know it is we still believe that it's a white man's burden to civilize us we don't uh, uh, you know depend and we don't uh, get back to our religious scriptures or uh, you know our social setups and our social fabrics and how people in our society have been uh, conditioning or teaching their children what moral responsibilities parents or teachers have been sharing how we can prevent our children from uh, being exposed to uh, the digital boom and so many things out there that condition them very wrongly is that parents need to build a very strong relationship with their children they need to have discussions compulsory discussions i would say uh, on uh, you know any day of the week maybe sit down and explain to them and contextualize things children understand better when you give them real life examples that's very important and then uh, the responsibility of educational institutions of course that uh, you know largely today uh, these days educational institutions are what they are doing essentially is completing the syllabus the curriculum that's provided 
uh, conducting examinations, making sure that their school is in the top list in the newspapers when the results are out. But then the students, the children, they lack moral uh, and ethical values. They lack in so many things. So it is the responsibility of the school management to draft the curriculum in a way that it includes moral education. It includes all those things which are important for a boy and a girl when they grow up and become the responsible citizens that how they conduct themselves, they have already learned it in schools. Yes. Yeah, thank you for that. I think this information needs to be heard by every parent like who's in our society. Now, moving on to our next question. Why do you think women outnumber when, uh, men when it comes to being victims of abuse? Right. So, uh, you know, since I said that I'm a scholar of gender studies and I have been coming across a lot of discussions and I have been participating in a lot of discussions around gender-based violence. And when I discuss violence against women within that largely, people ask me that does violence never take place against men? It surely does. But why it outnumbers, why women outnumber the men in uh, instances of violence or abuse is because... Historically, women have been deprived of access to resources, to the rights. They are entitled in maybe scriptures, but never in practical life because they have been marginalized by patriarchal society. They have never been brought, uh, never been allowed to be on the forefront. Their ways have always been blocked by several ways. You know, that's why. And uh, also because uh, the society atta uh, attaches a lot of meaning to biological weakness maybe which i can uh, you know uh, maybe which is not the case you know because we uh, go through labor pain which is the most deadliest pain uh, i guess ever uh, recorded or ever known so the biological weakness because men think that the, their muscular power is something uh, which they attach a lot of meaning to and they use that power to curb and control uh, you know, weaker sex in terms of biology, which is women. Uh, that's why women are facing violence a lot. And because uh, the society has normalized violence against women, because it has attached uh, different meanings to masculinity. They, uh, you know, the society largely believes that masculinity is power. It is exercising power in the form of violence against the weaker ones, against children and women. So apart from that, uh, you know, again, why I uh, talk more and more about digital spaces, because nowadays everybody has a mobile phone. Everybody spends many hours, most of the hours on the screen, on laptops or on mobile phones. And you see violence being normalized. Well, there is uh, other side of it as well. There are things which, uh, you know, generate awareness, pages and podcasters which generate awareness. But when you go into digital spaces, you yourself check once, you go on an Instagram, see a reel which is, uh, you know, which contains information of domestic abuse. There will be minimum number of views on that. On the other side, you'll see a woman who's, you know, barely covered and making a reel or maybe a man and you'll have millions of likes and millions of views. You know, that shows that what where the society is going not just the digital spaces the government is largely responsible for it you know without having any checks and any curbs or any censorships over uh, things that are flowing from different countries into our country or into our society yeah so basically to sum it up you think uh, that this 
a whole issue of like this gender imbalance in terms of domestic abuse is a consequence of the toxic masculinity present within our society well that's just one part of it but uh, other for other things are also that the you know the culture of silence amongst women you know because women are considered more compassionate kind and they surely are because we are mothers you know so uh, you know we are considered and we are expected to be compassionate and kind even while while going through abuse we don't report it we keep silent about it you know which in turn gives uh, the man uh, the authority to keep doing it without any checks again we uh, don't tend to have you know there are shelter houses there are helpline numbers there are uh, legal um, assistances but women don't tend to take up you know there are uh, instances of violence that are not that are not reported which are much more in number than the ones that are reported which is because of this culture of silence that prevails and which is uh, you know promoted by all yes all right so i think we're nearing an end so like on an ending note what advice would you give to people who are going through this like maybe okay specifically to the people who are going through violence yeah okay okay the you know what my insights would be uh identify the forms of violence know about them know the laws in your country or within your religion whichever you want you know that are available for you when you uh face violence and never brush things under carpet if you're facing it if you think that i am a victim of mental abuse financial abuse psychological abuse sexual abuse technological abuse or physical abuse report it if you are uh, fearing to report it have a circle uh, of you maybe friends or family who you discuss this with and who knows what is happening with you because they are the ones who are going to come to your rescue in a critical situation god forbid may it never reach to a critical situation report it at the very uh, root cause and other uh, thing is you know seek the help of uh, you know maybe the legal advisors maybe lawyers or um, any people who who guides you like what exactly is the process of registering a complaint what is the redressal uh, you know mechanism of it and other than this largely to the society what my message would be take care of your children take care of this cause at very root uh at the very bottom of it at the very root cause of it condition your children yourself teach them about violence about gender abuse about the ways it takes place and the ways they can prevent themselves to be one who inflicts violence or the one who faces violence thanks a lot yeah thank you so much thanks a lot for uh, giving out your valuable time to us um and that's it for today thank you so much everyone who's has been patient with us until now Thank you Farah. Great to be with you.